Hey friends, welcome to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. Are you having a bad day? Because she was. But with the grace of God, we can always start over, can't we, Eden? Jesus loves us, and his love is unending, isn't it, Eden? Yes. (laughs) Jesus loves you just like he made a way and a provision for you. If you don't know Jesus, you're really missing out, aren't you? Yes. Join me today as we continue to talk about faith. We're going to go deep and talk about all of the tricky issues surrounding faith because it's been a real journey and battle and struggle for me. And I want to share my progress with you. We're going to open God's word where there is perpetual hope for our mess. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And if you have a bad day, be sure to remember that God loves you and it's okay to start over, isn't it? Right. We'll see you next time. Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I'm going to talk with you about the subject of letdown. And I'm not referring to being let down as in disappointment in this episode. No, the letdown I'm talking about is that space of unsettled discomfort and slight depression that comes in on the coattails of either an intensely good or bad life experience. The spot where we face the emotional deflation after an emotional intense outpouring of energy. It can come after things like Christmas or a wedding, the birth of a baby, or the crisis of a cancer diagnosis, or the crisis of marital issues. There are so many things in our lives, the good and the bad, that cause us to emotionally exert energy beyond natural levels. And then when they're over, we have the sense of letdown, the sense of trying to adjust to the normal mundaneness of life, to kind of find our place and our mental bearing back into the normalcy. When you're running on adrenaline, either for good or for bad, it puts your body and your mind and your spirit in a set, in a state of shock. And a state of shock can be sustained for a while, but after a while, a short while, we need to come down and we need to be able to find our grounding of peace again. And oftentimes when we are in situations in life that we have no control over, the intense good or bad just comes. We're not seeking it, asking for it. And so when we face letdown, that can feel like a shock too. I've been experiencing my own letdown after a personal crisis. Um, And it's painful because it's going from a very high energy field, a very high emotional and mental plane And it's just kind of like it all stops and you wake up and you realize I don't I don't have to exert today. There's not the same level of demand and it's taking my mind and my body time to realize that that level of demand isn't there anymore. I don't have to perform on that same 
emotional plane, that same emotional level. But also, there's a disconnect because I've been going at such a high rate with such a such a an output of energy that there's this space that I'm in now that's kind of uncomfortable and it's kind of like I'm unsettled inside and so I'm trying to readjust and allow myself to find peace again. And although it's not good to live on a high emotional field for very long, and we're not supposed to, coming down still feels painful. So I was reading my Bible because for me, that's the most helpful thing when I am experiencing the constant changes of emotions, the constant changes of circumstances within my life is to go to the Word of God and to see what God has to say to me about that specific thing. I find comfort in the Word of God. I find that when I come to the Lord and I am needing encouragement and I come with a mind that is seeking to know Him, that He opens up His Word to me. And opening up His Word to me is a way that God opens up himself to me. And that is where I can choose to step into the attributes of Christ, which are his characteristics. And when I step into those through the truth of scripture, then I can put those on as my own. And so when the Bible gives me comfort about the Lord and who he is to me, as I'm going to share with you through the scripture verse today, which is Psalm 71, verse 3, then I am able to take the truth of God within the scripture that I've read and believe that for myself and to clothe myself with the truth of Christ. And it really does make a difference. It doesn't always change the initial feelings that I have. But what I know that it does is it bolsters my internal person. It strengthens my internal resolve to be able to put one foot in front of the other and continue to walk in truth, combating the lies of the enemy and the lies of myself. I, too, am a very good liar to myself based on all of my history and the trauma that I've dealt with and my own dysfunctional coping mechanisms, it's easy for me to believe things that are not true and to fall into patterns of hopeless, despondent thinking. And so scripture is able to anchor me to the truth. And when you're anchored to the truth, you don't drift as far off into the rabbit trails of the what-ifs and the unknowns that are present in this life. So the verse today is Psalm 71.3, and I felt that it spoke perfectly to this idea of the letdown after an intense outpouring of emotional and mental energy. It says, be a rock of refuge in which 
I can dwell and a sheltering stronghold to which I may continually resort, which you have appointed to save me. For you, O God, are my rock and my fortress. I want to dissect this verse with you because it is so important. This is God telling us that he is a rock of refuge, that he is a sheltering stronghold, that he has appointed this place to save us. And again, it reiterates in the last stanza of the verse, you are my rock, you are my fortress. Now, it's interesting to me because when you first read this verse, you see a lot of repetition. Be to me a rock of refuge in which to dwell, a sheltering stronghold that I can may continually resort, that you have appointed to save me. Be my rock and my fortress. So you you get these um, these statements, a rock of refuge, a sheltering stronghold, and they can seem very similar. And in some regards, they are. But what I love to do with scripture is I love to remind myself that the words that are on the page within God's holy book, they're there for a purpose. And scripture says that there's not a jot or a tittle that is without purpose. So everything that God has written and the way he has written it in his word has meaning and purpose. And so I started doing a little bit of a deep dive into what is the difference between a rock of refuge in which to dwell and a sheltering stronghold. And there are some very neat similarities between the two, but there's also some astounding differences. But what they do is together they make a complete picture again of what God is to us in all of the situations in life that we face. So we know what a rock is. It's a big, heavy um, thing that is often used to depict being unmovable and being very strong within the Bible. But what is a refuge? Well, I looked it up and it's a shelter. It's a place that provides shelter for the purpose of protection. Something to which one has a recourse in times of difficulty. That's very interesting. So not only is it in general a shelter, like our homes that we live in, when you take away any negative connotations, it's a shelter. It protects us from the elements. It protects us from the bugs and from the weather and from unwanted strangers. It's a place where we feel safe. It evokes a sense of calm and peace. But when you put it in the perspective of life's difficulties, it's a place that's purpose is to provide shelter and protection. Something to which one has a recourse in difficulty. So what it's saying is that we have a recourse in difficulty provided to us by God himself. What is a sheltering stronghold? Well, it's a place of security and survival. It is a fortified place. Now let's take that deeper. What does fortified mean? Fortified coming from the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, means 
additions to the original design to improve or enhance its strength and durability. So this is so incredibly interesting because the Rock of Refuge is saying that God is literally to us a shelter. He is our home. He is also a place for us that provides protection. He is our recourse in times of difficulty. But when you drop down to the second reference of what God provides for us during all the aspects of our human journey, he is a sheltering stronghold. This speaks more, in my opinion, to the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual aspects of our life. He is a place of security. Security is an internal feeling that we were all created to have this sense of safety being met. So to us, Christ is safety. He is security. He is our survival. He has provided salvation. So he is our eternal survival. But he is also a fortified place for us. When we are saved and the Holy Spirit lives within us, he is the addition to the original design to improve or enhance our strength and durability. So the fact that the Holy Spirit resides in us and comes along and compensates for all of our weakness and that we can physically rest in his presence, that he is our shelter, this is all that we need. This is an all-encompassing picture of the physical and the emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of God being our provision. Be to me a rock of refuge in which to dwell, a sheltering stronghold to which I may continually resort, which you have appointed to save me. For you, O God, are my rock and my fortress. In the space of letdown, when we are trying to regather our composure, when we are trying to regain our settledness and our peace and grasp our bearings underneath us to go on, when we don't have all of the answers and we don't know how it's going to end, when we're in that position of waiting, God to us is all that we need. Friend, I want to encourage you, walk on and walk on with God, because hope does not hang its head. Hope in God will not be put to shame, and the Lord that lives in you is fighting for you. That you can be assured of. If you don't know Jesus, reach out. Reach out through social media. Reach out through the website. Get in contact with me. I would love to connect you with resources to pray for you personally. And I just love to connect with all of my listeners. God is working for you on your behalf and he will not let you go. I hope you'll share this episode with your family and friends. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. You can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things and on the web at my new website, which is really amazing. I didn't design it, so it looks awesome this time at www.weedseedsbeautifulthings.com. 
Thanks for listening. I sure appreciate you. See you next time.